Hey, what is up, Conroe? This is Rick TRC. You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 on KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Hello, everyone. I am Margie Taylor, your host for Conroe Culture News, FM 104.5, 106.1. And you can live stream on Conroe Culture News on Facebook or IRLoneStar.com and catch everything. Of course, we will have this all posted off of uh, YouTube later on today, or you can listen live, whatever you want to do. But the show is sponsored, as always, by Rogerstein Chiropractic. And in fact, today, as the first guest, we have Stacy Rogers here sitting here. But let me go... Uh, through a few other intros. So in the second half, we will hear from uh, Melanie Bush, our treasurer, Melissa Miller, and Tammy McRae, who is our tax assessor, who you make those wonderful checks out to, uh, Tammy McRae. And we're going to talk about women in politics and some of the hardships. But what's really cool today is that we have all women uh, leaders in the community. And Stacey Rogers is, of course, one of those. And she's going to talk about her ladies' night out and such. But a few other things that are going on. Uh, last week was 4th of July, which would be normally the first Thursday. And uh, because it was the 4th of July, we moved the uh, farmer's market, or market days as we call it. And the first Thursday concert has been moved to this Thursday. So you can see all the fun for free July 11th. From 4 to 8 is the market days, and the music starts at 7 o'clock until 9 with a tribute band to George Strait music. All free. Bring your lawn chairs. Bring your blankets. Come shop the market. Get produce, uh, honey, jams, jewelry, uh, lots of really unique things. In fact, even olive oil. You can get a lot of different things. So, the, again, that is this Thursday at Heritage Park. And not to miss uh, is the last show of the 2018-2019 theatrical stuff that we have going on. And this is the end of their year, so the last performances. So the Owen is showing uh, Daddy's Dying, Who's Got the Will? And you can go to owentheater.com to get tickets for that. And that's a comedy. And then we have Annie, the beloved orphan from New York City, playing at the Crichton Theater. And that has a lot of local uh, young youth actors. There's a dog involved, Sandy the dog, of course. And that dog is actually in the DA's office. So it's making its rounds. And then we have some great adults also in that. It's a great family show, Annie, uh, about the orphan Annie, who is looking for her real uh, biological parents in 1930s New York City. So you can get tickets still, but you better hurry at CrichtonTheater.org. And the performances are both great at both of our local uh, theater show houses. So also going on uh, this Friday at Bean Punk Coffee across from uh, the courthouse on the east side of the courthouse is a trivia night with Office, the Office trivia. So if you're a fan of the Office, go there, hang out, and of course that's free as well, and that's at 7 p.m. And of course there's always live music uh, every night of the week in downtown Conroe. There's a flick and float with the city of Conroe at the Oscar Johnson Jr. Pool, and they are showing Lego movies. So bring Lego Movie 2. So bring your floaty, your little uh, noodle, and go float in the pool and watch a movie. Something fun to do. And lastly, our uh, local art league, the Conroe Art League, 
is hosting their monthly art reception, and they're located on Simonton, right by the Red Brick Tavern, and that's this Saturday from 5 to 8, absolutely free. Go in there, see all the new exhibits, see the awards they're given, they're giving out. They're presenting a Maidley Award, and that's going to pre be presented by Marianne Maidley Metcalf and the People's Choice Award, and that is sponsored by Juan Catavila, and he's a member of the Art League, and he's an instructor of portrait painting, but he donates $500 $400 to the artist that gets the most votes from the People's Choice Award every month. So go check it out. Okay, so we are now moving on to the first guest, which is Stacy Rogers. Hey. Hi, Margie. <laughs> I'm so glad to see you are doing better. Everybody's good to uh, see you always, and you're on wheels this show, so you're recovering. I see that. Yes, it's going to be a long recovery, but hey, that, that's what happens when you have Achilles surgery. It's and actually over uh, 30 years of running, I guess it kind of wears out. Isn't that what happens? Well, things change. That's things for change. Sure. We, that's we wish for you sure. the best and hope you get well soon and can return to all the things that you like to do. Like ACP, walking. Like walking, <laughs> running, going to all the chamber events, all of our Oh, I still events. do that yes. too. You know, and speaking of that, you have an event coming up. Next. And that, yes, it's coming up uh, next week on July 16th. Yes, Tuesday night, a week from tomorrow from 5 to 7 uh, at our clinic, which is 3303 West Davis. The whole community is invited, and it's our ladies' night out. We are very excited. We're going to have uh, wine, and we're going to have appetizers uh, from All-Star Catering. Cody and um, Candace Spence are going to cater the event for us. We have lots of... Uh, Door prizes. We're going to have over 35 door prizes. Wow, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. Giving away a coach purse. Mm -hmm. Wonderful oh, stuff. Free massages. Did I say free massages? You did not. And yes. But you're also partnering with CASA, right? Yes, absolutely. We're really looking forward to CASA coming. They are going to let the community know what they do, how they advocate for kids that are in the foster care system. And we're going to be raising money for CASA that night. So it's really cool, and you're a chiropractic center. You've been in business in Conroe for how many years? Uh, we opened up our doors in early 2004, and okay. we've been running ever since. And you do spectacular business. I mean, you, a lot of it's referral. Yes. All the time. Yes. People are coming in to see you. And you partner with CASA because it's so in line with your mission. Yes. You do a lot of kids' activities, and... Uh, um, you're a part of the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association. Yes, that's a mouthful. That's, it is a mouthful. I had to really look at that to make sure I said it right. Yes. <laughs> of course, there's an acronym, ICPA, yes, yes. but it's all about the kids. Yes, we, uh, Dr. Manzanares, she was one of my assistants when she was a senior at Sam Houston, and she uh, went to Parker University, earned her doctorate, and has come home and joined our practice, and she is also certified in pediatric and pregnancy care. So we see lots of kids in our practice. We actually have a kids' night once a month, which is very fun. And if you go to our Facebook page, you can see all the pictures. And they're themed. Night. They're themed, yes. They are themed. And we have themes every month. That, but we see kids all day, every day. But we wanted to do something to give back to kids, so we chose CASA. And we've, we've known about CASA in our community from from the beginning of, of our day, days of our practice. Yeah, we've been partnering with them for many years. Yes, yes, absolutely. They're a great organization, very or organized, and they are able to help people in much needed. And we have uh, CASA patients as well as um, social workers that are in our practice that, that work for CPS. And so we get to hear firsthand some of the stories in our community as well as how CASA can help 
kids that are in our community. So we really enjoy giving back to an organization that makes a difference. Well, and you're very relatable to any age, but especially the kids. Because when you have your themed nights, um, you really get into it as well. We do. <laughs> you know, whether it's a pajama night mm-hmm. or superheroes or, I mean, you, you have all kinds of different themes yes. every month. And you have a, a large number of people that come out there and We have participate. whole families that come. And they look forward to they it. They look forward to it. They, they come, <laughs> all of them dressed up. So we had luau theme last month. So we had... Uh, grass skirts and lays and uh, Hawaiian music and we were all dressed in summer theme board shorts and might as well have fun we had a blast so um we had uh, the big flowers in our hair and oh yeah Dr. McGee he's always game for for dress up so (laughs) he was in his shorts and flip-flops and ready (laughs) to ready to adjust so uh, the next theme coming up that we have is going to be superheroes and so we have superhero chiropractic costumes, and we'll be in our Well, you capes. are superheroes. What? You know, the cool thing about chiropractic care, it's non-surgical, and it's all how you treat, put your hands on, and, yes. and treat, yes. you know, mm-hmm. your patients. And you do it in a loving manner. You, you know how to help people with whatever's going on with them so they can have a healthy life for Ever. Yes. Long lasting. Yes. And you can even help with uh, degenerative disc diseases. And you have, uh, you're certified in the Cox technique. Yes. Tell me about that. The Cox technique is a very unique technique. And we brought that into our practice about three and a half years ago to help patients that would otherwise be left with no options but drugs or um, invasive procedures such as surgery. And it's specifically designed for patients that have disc problems or problems that cause radiating pain into the arm or legs or pain radiating from the neck up into the head. Hmm. And it is definitely a technique that's for a more complicated type patient. And it is, there are only eight people in the state of Texas that are currently practicing this technique. So we went to uh, Indiana and uh, worked with one of the universities, Indiana in Indiana to gain our certification. So Dr. Uh, McGee is also Cox Technique certified as well as Dr. Manzanares. Well, that makes you very unique in yes. your office that you have two trained physicians. Yes. And you have a total of three, three physicians. Yes. Mm-hmm. All three of you are trained All in that? All three of us are certified neck and low back in the Cox Technique. Mm-hmm. And that's really important. That's that's a huge asset. And uh, I know that all of you treat patients of any age and very successfully and help them tremendously because when your back hurts, you can just forget it. You can't walk. You can't participate right. in work activities or anything else. When someone can't do whatever it is that they want to do, that's what we seek to restore. So if someone's main thing is to play with their grandchildren, but they can't get up and down to play with their grandchildren, then their life is completely affected. Sure. And what they want to do is not just get out of pain. They want to get back to the thing that's important. Their livelihood. Them. Yes. What's important. Absolutely. Live life. Right. And that's where you really make a difference. So your ladies night out, you've been done, done this every year in July for <laughs> a long time. What, what number is this? This is 11 or 12. I need really? to look back. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure. <laughs> well, there are some, the reason I know that is because the first year that we did that, I had a woman who was pregnant and she came to 
the ladies' night out, but she was in such agony mm. that I actually moved my adjusting table out into the parking lot to give her an adjustment. And that right child away. is turning 12 or 13 this well, year. that's exciting. <laughs> so you see people from generations for mm-hmm. a long period of time. Many multi- that says a lot, yes. you know. So, uh, again, that is Ladies Night Out is Tuesday, July 16th. That's a week from tomorrow from 5 to 7 p.m. at 3303 West Davis and Conroe by Conroe High School, Taco Bell. I mean, it's pretty easy to find. You have a huge banner on the outside. Roger Stein Chiropractic, and uh, you're really a, a leader in the community for yourself and who you are as a chamber member and other things, but also for the care that you give people in your office, and they're always ready to help you. You have a great staff, uh, and you're a training facility for other people that yes. want to be. Yes. <laughs> so that says a lot in yes. itself. Adjunct faculty for three universities now, so I do a lot of teaching also, which is fun. So we have three of our assistants that will start chiropractic school in August. So that will be number wow. uh, nine, 10, and 11 that will become doctors that we've produced out of our clinic, our uh, Sam Houston Bearcats. We love them. And we're, we're very <laughs> proud of our yes. Bearcats that have become doctors. So it's, it's exciting. So. It is exciting to see how you can nurture yes. the growth and, and training to move on and uh, really make a difference. And to show that your extent of being involved in the community, and especially where kids and youth are, you're also a lifetime member of the Fair Association, oh, yes. aren't you? Love our fair. <laughs> Absolutely love our Montgomery County Fair Association. Mm-hmm. You're very involved in the community. So I'm looking forward to uh, next Tuesday, and I hope everybody comes out. It's absolutely free, but, you know, it's ladies, right? Yep, absolutely. Ladies' night out. You might have a few scattered men. A few, but, but, uh, you know, it's ladies' But it's for ladies. Yeah, And the food is wonderful. Mm. All-star catering. um, They're delicious delectable bites. Yes, the candy bacon will oh, make yeah, a yeah. You just come for appearance. that. Yes, yes. Well, and the prizes, 35 prizes. I 35 mean, prizes. It's ongoing all the time. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. And so you can sign up uh, to for an appointment, and then that mm-hmm. goes towards CASA. Yes. Well, anyone that makes a new patient appointment that night, the fees from that new patient appointment will go to CASA. Okay. Anything so. else you want to add? Come on out. Come have some fun. Come enjoy us. Come uh, take a break in the middle of the summer heat and that's right have a good time so you can find them on roger stein chiropractic on facebook or you can go to their website rogersteinchiropractic.com you can read more about them read about the doctors make an appointment call them whatever and they're also open on saturdays yes open on saturdays we are open saturday morning and we are open after five so a lot of places aren't open after five and that becomes a barrier to patients getting in but we have appointments after 5 and on Saturdays. And you're easy to communicate with because if you go on your Facebook page, there's You'll tons of people messaging, direct messaging. Yes. So there's that as well. Okay, well, thank you, Stacy. I appreciate you. it. And as always, because she is the sponsor for the show and has been for a period of time. We're going to take a quick break and uh, come right back. Thanks, Margie. Get well soon. Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. 
Rogers Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Path to the Plate is a research-based education program that helps consumers understand how their food choices impact their health by making the connection to agriculture, learning about how food is grown and produced, and how consumers can make better food choices for themselves and their families. Path to the Plate is all about dispelling myths and misconceptions. Find out more online at pathtotheplate.tamu.edu. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. This is Rick TRC. Every Tuesday on my show, Afternoons with Lone Star from 3 to 7, I play back-to-back classic rock hits. That's right. I like to call it a two-for-Tuesday or a three-for-whatever it is you'd like. Call the request line, 936-647-3776, or message me on Facebook, Afternoons with Lone Star, make a music request. That's right, you can do it. Here's what else. Go over to our website, IRLoneStar.com. Get the app on your phone. It's easy. You'll like it. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5-106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio, broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Are you interested in learning more about preparing quick, healthy, and safe meals for your family? Would you like to spend time with others learning tips and tricks, along with practicing and tasting nutritious food? If so, the On the Road to Healthy Living Mobile Cooking School is for you. Call Amy Ressler at Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service at 936-539-7825 to find a class near you or volunteer to host a class. Hey, Montgomery County and online listeners. Thank you so very much for checking out Jazzy Vibes with Soul. What? You haven't done so yet? Well, you've got to tune in. Hi, I am the host of Jazzy Vibes with Soul, Miss Cece Holmes, and I invite you to check us out every Friday and Saturday from 7 until 9 p.m., where you will get the best in old-school R&B, and of course, a little smooth jazz to make it jazzy. So tune in. That's right, tune in. Every Friday and Saturday right here on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 FM or worldwide at IRLongStar.com. Hello, and we are back, and I'm very excited to have these three ladies sitting here at the table across from me because they are women in politics in Montgomery County, and it's not easy for women in any job, actually, but especially in politics. So they're going to share some insight, and they are our elected officials. 
Sitting across from me, I have Melissa Miller, who's our district clerk. I have uh, Melanie Bush, who's our county treasurer. And I have Tammy McRae, who is our tax assessor. And to get all these three women here is awesome, especially when they're not in the middle of running a campaign, because then you see them all the time. But they are busy doing, <laughs> they're busy doing their work that you have put them in office to do. But I'm excited to hear about what's going on, what are some of the challenges, how they got here, and how you're really making a difference. So welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. So it, it's, it's really great to see you guys. So um, I'm going to let you tell me a little bit about how it's going. How's it going, Melissa? Oh, it's going great. You love it, don't you? I love you? it. I'm, yeah, I absolutely love it. I couldn't ask for a better job. <laughs> what, do you, what do you like most about it? I know you're smiling, and you continue to smile, and I know that there's struggles, especially when you go into a new place, whether whatever the environment is, or you take on a new role, and you've been there for a period of time, but it's still different, isn't it? Uh, it's a little different, um, sitting in the big chair, I guess. Right? But uh, Making decisions. Yeah, it's, it's great, though. I mean, it felt like coming home. It was really, it was really nice. Um, I took a little vacation, and now I'm back home, and everything's just rolling away. I mean, it's, it's going great. That's normal. Right. Yeah. Right. Everyone um, in the office is doing a superb job. We've done a lot to boost morale in the office and change things in that direction for a more positive environment. And I think it's really working, getting a lot of positive feedback from outside of the office as well. And everyone just seems happy. And I'm excited about that. So what's really nice is that you give updates as to the progress and what's going on. And people can see that on your Facebook page, right? Yes. They can find you, Melissa Miller, District Clerk. And we also have a District Clerk, a Montgomery County District Clerk Facebook page now as well. Right. separate from my campaign page. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, where they can find all the information. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll post yeah. closings and any updates that might come through regarding e-file or anything like that that, you know, may be occurring that people need to know about. So it's a nice way to... Inform, educate, mm -hmm. let people know. And all of y'all, your offices, you can uh, go through the mctx.org to find your county offices as well, right? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, and I, I think that majority of the county offices now all have not only the websites, but almost all have Facebook pages sure. as well, trying to it uh, make it to where the voters have easier access to all of our information. Transparency. And able to uh, see what they need to know. Tammy's office does an amazing job with their Facebook page. They well, do. I pay attention to all of that. We try to post uh, updates, uh, maybe answer some questions, the most frequently asked questions. We also post closures, uh, office closures, are mm -hmm. um, if we're we're on online with the states with the DMV's uh, motor vehicle system, and so we have little to no control over that system. Um, so when it goes down, um, we try to post those closures or those outages so that um, our customers can go to a grocery store. We have um, 32 mm. grocery stores throughout the county where they can register their vehicle. So um, we try to be very cognizant of that and post Yeah, the communication updates. is yeah. great. And the way that you've become so efficient in your office is wonderful. I mean, well, it takes you. like no time yes. to get anything done in there. I think it it's takes amazing. longer to find a parking spot. Yes, it does. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I, just park, I just park at Wood Forest because I'm a customer. So they're like, you can go, you can go. Right. But I mean, even... but. 
it isn't just that. It's about being friendly to people when they come in and answering their questions. And I know for one thing, for you, for you, the lady who's up front with the information is so on top of it. No, you just push this button, this button, this button, right. this is where you need to go. Well, we feel it's important that, uh, I feel like it's important to have a person greet you when you come in the door. Absolutely. No one likes to pay taxes, certainly, but um, it's one of those uh, necessary evils. And so um, in order to do that, I think that the more that we can interact with the public and make ourselves accessible, um, that's why I do not have an automated phone service. Um, we have a person answering those calls, it greeting totally you when makes you come a in. Uh, in fact, we've, uh, you were talking about efficiency. We have a call center now. Um, I, uh, when I took office, I asked the questions, what, do you, what are some of the most frequently heard complaints that we have? And one of them was, I can't get through to your office. Mm. And um, so working through our IT department, we're able to get a few stats. And it was surprising. We started out at 59% calls completed. Well, that's not acceptable. And I put a focus and an emphasis on uh, customer service. That's our number one priority. And part of that is through uh, answering the phone calls. And we have a phone, uh, phone center now, call center, where uh, there are six people answering those calls at all times. Very efficient. So that just goes to show you what women can do in leadership positions. And Melanie, I know you're just waiting to tell us something about that. (laughs) Well, and I'm very very different from both of these. Yes, everybody. uh, Melissa and Tammy's departments deal with the public. And, you know, the treasurer's office, we don't deal with the public on a regular basis. We do when, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a jury check issue or something along those lines. But our job is taking care of the other county departments and taking care of the, the monies coming into the county. So Tammy and I work together regularly because all the taxes that she's collecting, our, our portion of it, she gets to us. And Melissa and I work hand-in-hand <laughs> with all the fees that are coming the in middle through person. the district clerk's <laughs> office. So it's really nice to have uh, other people in office that you work well with. And right. that when there's something that comes up, we can go, hey, what about this? And start talking through potential solutions together. So it made me think of something. How is it different communicating with women <laughs> versus other men? I really don't find that to be an issue. No? no. That's good. Um, I try to have a, a great working relationship with all elected officials. And um, I've never hesitated to reach out to one That's of good. them. If I've had a, an issue or, or just a question, and I, I hope they feel the same with me, um, that's one of the things I try to do is be very accessible, not only to the taxpayers, but to um, my fellow elected officials. But I, I really haven't found that to be an issue. I would agree. That's, that's good to hear. So let's get back to how difficult is it to get in office for a woman? We don't have that many women, but we're growing, seems like. Right? Is that the trend to get more women involved in our county uh, governance? I think well, it's just important to have all voters involved. Of course, it is. Anything, but I, I do think it's interesting. You know what we're able to accomplish, but I think that the point is to have people that are knowledgeable about Qualified. their area <laughs> and yes. that are getting into office, whether they're male or female, doesn't seem it's to, irrelevant. Right. It, it's about the job itself it's about and the how job. they yeah. will be able right. to do that job. So 
I agree. Um, my predecessor, of course, everyone knows <coughs> J.R. Moore Jr. Sure, absolutely. And uh, he was there for 27 years. Well, an inter interesting fact that uh, someone pointed out to me was I am the first female tax mm -hmm. assessor collector for Montgomery County. So I take that as, uh, I mean, that's an honor. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I, I never forget one minute um, that the people elected me to do a job mm -hmm. and I am there to serve them. So um, that they entrusted that to me I, is, is certainly an honor. Very much so. Whereas I think that in uh, my position, I don't know that there's been very many men. That have <laughs> right. Right. Women, right? The treasurer's yeah. office has mainly been a female role. So yep, that's true. Mine's a good mixture. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So well, you know, I think you all work very well together, and you're transparent and p very approachable. And I think that's a huge asset. Is that when some you're out in the community and you meet somebody new, you're very friendly and uh, people can ask you questions and probably the one who gets asked well actually I think all three of you get asked questions all the time about what you do and uh, especially with uh, <laughs> the treasurer's department <laughs> I would say district clerk who I think all yeah, of us they, I, yeah quite I, a I was few. just thinking yeah. it's pretty well proportioned out yeah. that uh, um, you're out in the public and uh People want to know because people, I think people are starting to get more concerned about local politics and how it works and how it affects them and their finances and their money and their home and all of those things. So I, I know for sure that y'all are making a huge difference and you are very transparent and you put stuff on your Facebook where people can follow and pay attention. But yet, when you don't like something, you are okay about putting it out there too. I know, Melanie, you've spoken um your heart which is what you are elected to do when you see something isn't right like at commissioner's court or something like that which probably isn't fun no <laughs> but i think the most important thing though is all of us trying to find a solution i think absolutely that no matter whether you agree or disagree with something it's the the way in which we need to approach it is looking for that solution and that's something i think we could all do better at as as a society so Getting past the obstacles and finding real answers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, how hard was it to get in office? Are you glad that's part of it is done for a period of time now? Yes. <laughs> for the I'm not for me. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, I mean, you both have four years, right? Was, now? Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to say it was like extremely hard, but I mean, it was a race. It was and tiring. You had to run it and very tiring. Um, Physically and mentally exhausting, emotionally exhausting. But I know Melanie and I both had, at home, we had a great support system. I mean, our mm -hmm. husbands were mm -hmm. tremendous That's absolutely in helping true. us get elected. And you have to have somebody that you can go home to and talk about what's going on because, I mean, there are things that get said and, you know, Things happen, but it's okay. It's part of the race that you mm -hmm. you knew that going it, in, right? Yeah, it's and you expected. talked about it. <laughs> but having someone at home that supported you and is always there for you and can pick you back up and say, "Let's go." Let's That's go. huge. It's very huge, and I had it, and I'm very thankful for my husband, my kids, my mom. I mean, mm -hmm. I had a huge support system. And I know Melanie did too. Absolutely. And Tammy's going to as well. I mean, she's mm -hmm. got a wonderful husband too. Yes, that yes. He's her out there and... all the time with you, mm -hmm. right by your yes. side. And yeah, I think it's really, you know, 
it says a lot because it takes so much time to do a campaign. I mean, let's say 12 to 18 months out or whatever, you start getting it going and then it accelerates and so on. But you also have family. You've got young kids. And jobs. And jobs that that you're already doing. Hello. (laughs) Everything doesn't just stop. And you just have to have that will. It's kind of like you mentally prepare yourself and that keeps you ignited to keep going forward, right? Yeah. I think Melissa and I have definitely discussed in the past the advantages that we both had with um, men that were supportive, but also that were strong enough, and I'm going to say this, to encourage us to do this. Having a wife in the political world is not easy, um, they're designed, men are designed to be our protectors, especially yeah. husbands are designed to want to keep us um, mentally, emotionally, you know, whole and and not having a hard time. And the campaign is tiring and it is emotional and it, it takes a lot out of you. And so to have a husband that is willing to embrace that with us, um, I think we're all blessed with. And then to have kids, I mean, Melissa's daughter's younger than mine, and my daughters are younger than Tammy's, but to have kids that are all in this too, and and for Tammy, I know the, the grandkids are even involved. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, it, it's it's a family affair. Um, my, my daughters went block walking. I know that, you know, Sophia and Noah went block walking with Melissa. Um, my, my youngest really enjoyed it and wants to do it more. Yes, and I'm like, um, we'll have a chance She's a later. leader. I can already but see it's, that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so critical that I would say that our young girls coming up after us see, and, and this is where I think that it's a little bit different for women, but see women that are willing to step out there. Um, all too often, the only difference I would say between women and men in politics is we often hold ourselves back. I don't think it's a a man holding any woman back. I think it's that we, as women, see all that needs to happen and go, oh, I can't do that. Right. Too I, many I'm things not, to juggle. I'm not that qualified or I have too much else on my plate. Correct. And at the end of the day... Uh, a lot of times a man, will, a man will see a list of qualifications for something and say, oh, well, I have half of those. I, I'm good. Whereas a woman will say, oh, I only, I only have half of those and hold herself back. Yeah. And what I love is these two women are so encouraging of me and of other women. Um, you know, they've both been involved in the county a whole lot longer than I have. Yes, Melissa's a new elected official, but she, she understands this county mm-hmm. and been in that office. Here I am stepping in. And to have women that come alongside you that say, you got this and let's, you know, navigate this differently has been incredibly helpful. It is. And, and that's a great point. You know, it is different. And that's, I guess, what I was alluding to, that women are the ones who are the caretakers of the family mm-hmm. generally, very generally, yes. <laughs> you know, and working and trying to do the things and going home and fixing the meals and all that. And so you're taking on another role, and it isn't just any role when you're running a campaign. It's huge because you're often out every night, right? And you're in the public so eye. Yeah. <laughs> well, right, right. And, and things are said a lot of times whether true or not true and can be hurtful and you just kind of have to go on with it because you knew it was coming Mm -hmm. and do stay in your lane and do what you know is right and true and for the reason that you're running right that's right um what I always um tell people as I go out is uh just make sure you're running for the right reasons and if you're running for the right reasons I feel that um that your um your knowledge your uh, expertise in that field 
um, your customer service, your interaction with the with your with your constituents in general. I think they um, they will see that. They will they will recognize that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, like I said earlier, I never take it for granted. I know that I was elected by the, the my constituents of Montgomery County, and uh, I take that very seriously. And I try to. Um, I get a lot of phone calls. A lot of people call and ask for me directly. Um, I can't speak to every one of them, but I try to, if there's a problem, I always uh, try to step in and help resolve the issue as much as possible, or if they come into the office and they have an issue. Um, but campaigns, are t- they are tough. And um, I'm going into um, uh, an election year next year, so I'm just <laughs> getting started with, with, with mine. But, um, you know, one of the, uh, it is hard on your families. You can't do it alone. It affects your families as much as it does you. But um, it's, and it's tough. You know, we are, we're tired. We work during the day. We go out in the evenings um, to multiple events, multiple events in one night at times. Sure, sure. Um, and I still say J.D. <laughs> Lambright holds the record for that. I think he went to four in one night. But um, so it is tough. But the on the on the flip side of that, you get to meet some of the most mm-hmm. unique people. I mean, we are so blessed here in Montgomery County. We have a lot of interested people in mm-hmm. our politics, and mm-hmm. I think that's the more the more people that we get interested in, the more people that are voting, the better Montgomery County I think can be ran. And um, so that's the that's the good side of it is getting to meet the people. Well, there's a lot of caring people. There no, are so we, many. Absolutely. Once you leave this county, you see the whole difference. I mean, you go into Houston, people, they're all over the place. They're not as connected. And it, this community really cares. And when they ask a question, it's because they really want to know the answer. Absolutely. Uh, generally, that it's not to be an antagonist or anything. They really want a true answer. Mm-hmm. So... Um, and you also just took on another lead role, didn't you? I did. Tell us about that. I was recently appointed by Governor Abbott to the Texas Department of Motor Vehicles uh, Board. And uh, by statute, a tax assessor collector has to serve on that board. And there's 254 of us tax assessor collectors, and I was appointed. Um, I got the appointment. Nice. And so I am. I was very honored. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I um, take that responsibility very seriously as well because I'm not only representing tax assessors, I'm representing our motoring public. So um, it's been fun so far. I hope it continues to be fun. (laughs) Wonderful. So we're going to take a quick break and then reconvene in just a few minutes. And this is Conroe Culture News with Margie Taylor. What can the Better Living for Texans program do for you? You can learn how to increase your consumption of fruits and vegetables, choose foods that are relatively inexpensive and good to eat, make your food dollars last longer, prepare quick, nutritious meals, help your children learn how to eat healthier snacks, and much more. Our program is committed to helping people like you improve your health through providing research-based nutrition education in a friendly, cost-free, and relaxed environment. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, 
joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question, comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station on IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. And we are back. I'm your host, Margie Taylor, with Conroe Culture News in downtown Conroe, FM 104.5, 106.1, live streaming on their Facebook Live or IRLoneStar.com. And this is on YouTube as well as I'm sure on different other social media sites as soon as I'm done. But I'm sitting here with some really important I think they're important, powerful uh, leaders in the community. I have Melanie Bush, Melissa Miller, and Tammy McRae, and we're just kind of chatting about what their jobs are like, responsibilities, um, and, and different things that matter to them and you also. So, Melissa, tell us some updates that you've done to streamline your office. Well, when I ran, I uh, mentioned that I wanted to start doing citations electronically where we would issue them and send them back to the attorneys electronically, eliminating all of the paper and the need for the attorney to come to the office and pick them up. Mm -hmm. We did that within the first 30 days and it's working great. More and more attorneys are starting to pick up on it and utilize that service and it's moving electronically throughout the entire court system now. Makes sense. Makes a lot of sense, and hopefully we will start seeing a reduction in our paper usage soon. That's good. Um, but that is one of the things that I announced on Facebook and how I used Facebook um, was to be able to let the attorneys know you can sign up for this service now. We also started, um, we used to mail out notice letters to attorneys and parties when an order was signed. Well, instead of doing that, we're utilizing the e-file system and we're mm. e-noticing them, thus eliminating the paper again, the envelope, and the postage. So Much more efficient. Much more efficient. The attorneys are getting notice that their orders are signed way quicker than through snail mail. They're, you know, within 24 hours, they know that the order's been signed. Um, one of the other things that was a complaint that I heard throughout the campaign was the amount of time it took for us to accept a filing through e-filing. So one of the things that we did was we um, evaluated all of the processes in the office and came up with time standards for the employees and let them know what the standard was for accepting filings and the timeline that we needed to get filings accepted. When I took office on January 1, there were 19 pages of e-filing um, we now, every day I get in there and check and we're down to three or four pages, which is absolutely amazing. Um, so things are moving a lot faster, uh, streamlined a lot better, and I think running way more efficiently now. Um, one of the other things that I did was we had, I think, six locations that had storage that we used for storage for files and 
different things. Um, Boxed paperwork and things? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Documents? So, yeah. <laughs> we uh, did a massive cleanup, and we're down to three locations. Wow. Yeah. So, that takes a lot of time in itself to go through that. Yes. We moved literally, I think it was four trailer loads from the Woodlands back to downtown Conroe. Closed out that location. And then... Um, there was a location in the district attorney's building too, so we moved all of those and kind of little reorganized little. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. cleaned it up, and it, it's looking great. And things are just moving right along. Um, we're going to continue to work on storage, though, and working with the Texas State Library, the archives and commissions, mm-hmm. and figuring out you know what's permanent, what's not, what we can get rid of, uh, what we have to maintain forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, storage is also costly. We have to keep those files at a certain temperature. They can't be exposed to heat. They can't be exposed huh. to UV lights, sunlight, you know, different. There's a lot of things. Things people don't think about. Yeah, when you're right. storing a file, it's not just putting it in a box and putting it up in storage and hoping for the best. Um, so we had to, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of detail to a clerk's position and and as well as Tammy and Melanie's positions that, you know, it's not just the everyday day-to-day work. It's what we do with it once we're done with Mm -hmm. it. And Mm -hmm. um, a lot of agencies have guidelines for us to follow and we have to meet those and along with customer service and making sure everybody's getting what they need in a timely manner. So it's a, it's quite a job, but I love it. You're hitting. I don't it. think I can say that enough. <laughs> no, I and it. I mean it's very obvious. You you seem very confident in what you're doing. You know, um, you've taken it to the next level, and it mm-hmm. seems like hitting your bullet points of things you wanted to yes. accomplish a little by little. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you don't expect to have it done within the first six months, um, but you're making some progress. Well, I expect to have everything okay. done in the moment. I see it. <laughs> and well, that's yeah, the that's part for me is learning. You can't get it all done in one day. Yeah. Day by day. Yeah, my husband's like, one day at a time, one day at a time. And I'm like, oh. Patience is really hard. I I, I go through that every day right now. Just hold on, hold on, hold on. So I want to ask you, tell me about passports. So it has it on your website that that's where you go. But I'm thinking that isn't. What's the story on that? Um, Passports was a big topic during the campaign. And um, the district clerk is a record keeper, not passport it's not the passport office (laughs) um so i did reduce that division down it was seven full-time people it's down to one it's by appointment only Uh, we don't take the pictures anymore so you basically come with your picture your all of your fees ready and your application ready and we'll process it for you but it's a 15 minute appointment if you're late and it's like a month out or so to get an appointment, or several weeks, I know, because yeah, we I went online. It up. Um, we were doing two weeks at a time, and we went ahead and opened it up, I think, to four or five weeks in advance now. But we're finding that people are making the appointment and not showing up. Mm-hmm. So I think it's starting to reduce even what we do is starting to slow down. So, But it's not the main job or it's not even a duty it's something we can it's a service we can provide it's and that's it it's a it's an optional service Uh, people can always mail it in too or yeah (laughs) or go to the post office i know the willis post office does a really good job too um that was one of my focuses is 
refocusing us back to our records. Of and what you're supposed to be and doing. And that's one of the reasons why we were able to clean up so much was because we took the focus and shifted it back to the records, mm-hmm. and which is the most important part of our Sure job. it is. Sure it is. So that, that's great. So how have you changed offices in so, oh, so many ways? And you have a new system too, don't well, you? We're working on the new system. That's a long time work in progress. So <laughs> but it's a welcome change, it right? It is a welcome change. The, the system, I, I heard the best phrasing for the system today. It, it was called a Flintstone system. I really kind of like that. Um, no, we're we're working in an old DOS-based system right mm-hmm. now, countywide for the finance DOS. system. Um, <laughs> when I was interviewing new people for some positions, um, the young ones had no clue what I was talking about. Of course. Um, Melissa, so, do you know what that is? Yes. <laughs> I remember I worked here 21 years. So. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa may be a little bit more well-versed yeah. in it than I am. <laughs> But uh, we're working on that. The The other thing that we've been focused on is those efficiencies and what we can do uh, to make the office run how it's going to need to run in the next year uh, when the system is fully operational. And, and some of that we're not able to make all the changes we want to right now because we're in the Flintstone system. Um, we're not able to <laughs> go as fully electronic as we want to, but we are making those shifts. Um, we're really focused in right now on our investment policy and looking at revising that. And so that's been um, just a a hardcore, I hate to say focus of mine, but we've been so limited in uh, what we can and can't do. The uh, policy has uh, not been thoroughly reviewed in several years. It's reviewed annually, but not detail review. And so we uh, got the committee together, which consists of the county judge and uh, one public member, uh, just from the voting population uh, that has investment knowledge. I mean, we really want someone that can advise us and can be knowledgeable. And so uh, we've gone over the policy with a, a fine-tooth comb and are working on revising that. And we're also going to be doing something that I'm very excited about with it. The way that it's written right now, we review um, broker-dealers and, and people that we're working with, banks, on an annual basis for our investment policy. Well, then if somebody changes where they're working, someone that we're working with actively, and they move to a different uh, company, we now can't work with them hmm. uh, for until we review the policy again. And so what the committee has agreed to is that we're going to be on a continual acceptance of those applications. And then as a committee, we'll review them on a quarterly basis and put them back through court so that we're not so limited mm-hmm. when things like that occur um, and mm-hmm. and well and when new relationships <clears throat> pop up you know we have um, several wonderful banks in our community that we could invest with and and keep your tax dollars here in mm-hmm. the local community right. working and unfortunately uh, they aren't a part of our policy they aren't a part of our approved list and so at the moment we can't work with them and while we need to have those criteria, we don't necessarily need to be limited to only reviewing that on an annual basis. So that's something we've been really focused on and making sure we have a true uh, assessment of what we need. Um, digging in, uh, the auditor and I have really looked at cash flow and there hasn't been a good uh, projection of that and a real good understanding between the two offices of what is uh, needed and what at what time frame, and so we haven't known 
a good laddered investment approach. And so we're working on that and on really stepping out those investments to where we have what we need to pay the county's bills, but we are, you know, wisely investing the tax dollars. So it makes more. So it makes sure. a little bit more yeah, while absolutely. we can. So. And you've also streamlined your offices, too, yes. so that the roles are different, responsibilities are different, and... Uh, Everybody knows clearly what they're doing now, yes, sense. and it all lines up. Yeah. And I think that's interesting that all three of you have done that in your offices in one way or another. Mm-hmm. So we only have, oh, I'm going to say, three and a half minutes left. So, Tammy, um, tell me a little bit about uh, some things. I know you've already talked about some things you've streamlined. What, what yeah. else is uh, going forward? Well, we've streamlined, streamlined quite a bit in the office, but I think the, the two latest uh, items, and then I very quickly want to hop to some, another topic, but if we have time, but... Um, um, sometimes at the end of the month, beginning of the month, first of the month, um, our lines are longer because of vehicle registration expiring. And um, so in order to try to accommodate our customers, we have a new online scheduling that's available for the Conroe and the Woodlands locations. That's amazing. And um, we, uh, they have a variety of, uh, of services that you can schedule appointments for. And uh, you can arrive uh, 10 minutes early, no later than five minutes late. And if you're within that window, then instead of, you'll still check in at the kiosk, mm-hmm. but you're taken to the front of the line. So we've been doing a lot of Facebook. That's uh, cool. Uh, <laughs> notice of that, trying to get people. Yeah, uh, no, absolutely. Uh, and we're following this. To yeah, do the whole process, <laughs> and so uh, nice. we've been doing a lot of trying to get you know get the that that not that notice out there to our public, and we've seen our stats go up from that. But another thing is we've recently done is um, I'm always looking at and reviewing our um, procedures. How can we become more efficient? I, I don't ever want to become stale, and uh, we've rolled out this new module. It's an internal that the public wouldn't see it, but hopefully it will expedite uh, the end results, which is refunds. We, we issue a lot of refunds, and that's because our... What do you get a refund for? Well, property tax, <laughs> believe okay. it or not. Uh, the tax rule is constantly changing. It changes every day. And we receive supplements, which are changes, from uh, Harris County Appraisal District, M- Montgomery County Appraisal District, and San Jacinto County Appraisal District. And with those supplements, it's, it's uh, changes in value reduction. Uh, it's late filed homesteads, uh, over 65, just at different exemptions. And um, so we, we issue quite a few refunds each month as a result. And this, this module allows us, I, uh, we pull payments to make sure that we are issuing the refund to the correct person, to the correct taxpayer. But this uh, pulls it all together into one module where the images are uh, with the account instead of us having to go to different locations to try to, re- to retrieve all of that information, the application, everything is together if necessary. So hopefully, uh, we, just, we just completed our first process of that, and it was amazing how quickly it went. Well, I think that's fabulous. So if anybody wants to find out more information about what you're doing in your departments, uh, how you help the community, they can go to mctx.org and scroll down by alpha, you know, treasurer or district clerk or tax assessor. And the funny thing is, Tammy, you don't have a bad name. I mean, people think bad things is tax. You are actually bring a smile to people. Oh, well, thank, <laughs> so, you. thank you. And I am very thankful that y'all are here uh, today with us and uh, hope that we can do this again soon. So uh, that completes our show. This is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic and I'm Margie Taylor and we'll see you all next week.